BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? <gasps> Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need! We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now, let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. All right, it's week six. After this week, we are officially a third of the way through the NFL season. That's Mike Harmon. He's Ryan Bershinger, our executive producer. I'm Dan Byer. Glad to have you with us. We're going to get to Harmon's rankings in just a second, plus the hot plays, cold sores, and ninjas come up a little later on in the program. But one of the great things, and I'm going to say this to Bursch because Mike makes his own writings, but we get the rankings ahead of time uh, from Mike, and it's great to see some new blood popping up on the rankings that yes. we've got this week, but some new blood that could be familiar names to many in fantasy football. Yeah, it is interesting watching how the 
especially the skill position uh, spots are shifting where you have a couple of the names that were there at the start of the season and then these guys who if you thought back to the start of the season that these guys would be in the top five at this point you're like that's crazy that Mm -hmm. doesn't make any sense but looking at it now they fully belong there these are all names that are fully entrenched in these spots and uh, it's it is it does bring an extra layer of excitement too when you hear these top five rankings because uh, a lot of these guys you were not drafting thinking that they were going to be the top five in that position and the uh the names that you did think were in the top five some make their appearances so without further ado mike Harmon, take it away your top five quarterbacks for week six of the nfl season all right quarterback position includes a number of our usual suspects uh injuries and opportunities strange bedfellows and well injuries that then affect us uh to give us maybe a little more lean towards the quarterback position let's start with josh allen going up against the giants huge spread injuries all over and let's just face it the giants are um not good. So Josh Allen, even in a loss to Jacksonville, uh, some big throws, some opportunities. Stephon Diggs may have betrayed him on one of those, which is why he was yelling at himself on the sideline. Uh, they get it together, and they roll with a big performance for fantasy owners this week. Justin Fields going up against Minnesota. And he's on a heater. Uh, let's get that official streak going in Minnesota in the, hey, hey Captain Kirk, are you going to waive your no-trade clause? We could talk about that some more uh, as you flow. But uh, between DJ Moore, Cole Komet, and one of the sleepers that we'll throw up uh, a little bit later in, in the uh, – segments here uh we go through that fields getting it done and he hasn't had to do it necessarily uh with his legs which is a good sign for the bears because that's still in the uh, hip pocket as you need it to a tonga vailoa uh passing game because i've been holding up a sign i may have gotten a tattoo of jalen waddle so everybody remembers his name right his name was robert paulson now i'm bringing up fight club not supposed to talk about Fight Club, but uh, with HN down, uh, yeah, Mostert will be there, and he'll be in our rankings, of course, but um, perhaps more reliance on the passing game and trying to figure out a way to get Waddle involved because uh, there's still more depth to this offense to be had as much as we may enjoy at times the Carolina defense. A uh, l- little curious as to what Frank Wright had to say about uh, his own relationship with the owner and what that does uh, coming out of the week. Justin Herbert, uh, a week to rest by week get the offense right kellen moore is there so some familiarity reading through and dissecting that dallas defense uh, opportunity knocks on a monday night uh, we'll see if anything uh, affects his hand right remember a couple weeks ago uh, but I, I don't see it and with austin eckler expected to return 99 percent, he says 99%. We'll see. Uh, but Justin Herbert uh, c- clocks in at number four. And then Joe Burrow. Last week could have been Operation Shutdown Talk. Instead, responds with a massive performance. Jamar Chase wearing 7-Eleven material. Either that or he should just get an endorsement deal. Uh, at this point, uh, going up against Seattle. Sorry, Dan. Uh, I had to do it to you uh, as we flow through. So there's your top five quarterbacks for week six. I, I apology accepted, Mike. Apology not needed. It is a huge test for the Seahawks against the Bengals. It's one thing to have Devin Witherspoon do his thing against the depleted Giants team. It's another one to do it against a Bengals squad that 
is coming off of a good win against Arizona. I know it's Arizona, but it was on the road. Burrow looked good. Burrow looked a lot more mobile than he did earlier in the season, and obviously Jamar Chase coming off of his uh, big game. I'm sure we're going to hear Jamar Chase in a little bit later, but we're not talking wide receivers. We will right now, though. We're talking running backs. Mike Harmon's top five running backs for Week 6. Still enamored by the juking uh, and the ability to just change direction. It's amazing uh, work of science. Bijan Robinson gets our top spot up against Washington. Yes, they're middling against running backs thus far. That that front uh, for Washington playing well overall. But this is just a guy. You're talking about the number of touches uh, rising. The reliance in the passing game continues to roll, and, and you see some of those overhead shots we're even doing trick plays uh at this point all right more just uh ball tricks as if we're magicians at a a vegas nightclub uh how about tony pollard going up against the chargers eighth most fantasy points per game uh, against opposing running backs i got to imagine pride wounded after the beatdown at the hands of the 49ers that they come back out and give you a better effort, particularly with the offensive line, having a little more time to work together, get right. That was one of the big things coming into the 49ers game. It's like, yes, they're back together. But it's one of those, hey, you walked into a room together for the first time in forever. How much do you remember? Do you fall back into it like old friends, or does it take a little bit of work? Uh, We saw evidence very quickly. It took a little more work. And against the Chargers, should be able to have some success as a runner and receiver. McCaffrey, number three. I was going to leave him off just on general principle. I don't need to talk about him. Uh, but fourth fewest against running back, so it, it is a little bit dicier, uh, but the touch count is there. The opportunities are there, and McCaffrey right now playing at a ridiculous level, and you see the way they commit to blocking, not just the offensive linemen, but the receivers coming back. Yeah, it's it's too hard to keep this guy down. Statistics only tell us what's happened, not where we're headed uh, this coming week. How about Raheem Mo? Mostert going up against Carolina. They're the second most generous. You can't lie about that. Um, Bad is bad against opposing running backs. And and unfortunately, fantasy owners have to sit with that IR spot for A-chan on their rosters. Those that have Mostert, they're salivating. The opportunity knocks here in a big spot. And then number five, I debated it. You know, Austin Eckler coming back against Dallas. Now I'm going to go David Montgomery against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And giving up just 16 fantasy points per game game to opposing running backs. I I don't know that the juggernaut that is the Detroit offense has their way with Tampa coming off a bye on the road, the cream skulls, all the pageantry that goes down with it. Uh, But we're talking short yardage. We're talking bludgeoning because what do they want to do? Impose their will on the opposition and then give Goff some opportunity to work downfield. And I think Montgomery once again sees a heavy workload against the Bucs. All right, so the uh, the Moes, Mostert, and Montgomery, are those the names, Ryan Bershinger, that you were alluding to off the top that now are top five plays, but maybe we wouldn't have thought at the beginning of the season? Yeah, yeah, especially these are these are two guys in positions where at the start of the season you looked at them as sort of having timeshares, right? You had all these different hands that 
could potentially get the work in Miami and the way they cater that offense as we saw with Devon Achan the last few weeks uh, they ideally work through multiple running backs uh, but despite working through multiple running backs Raheem Mostert has been an incredible play throughout the season and then David Montgomery uh, you obviously had Jameer Gibbs getting drafted higher than David Montgomery mm-hmm. and uh, he has not only did he step into the Jamal Williams role of I'm going to get every rushing touchdown imaginable but he's getting the bulk load of the work anyway sure. as it is a lot of the open field stuff to the point where Jameer Gibbs owners are, are cursing the name of Dan Campbell so uh, but David Montgomery belongs in the top five that's the level of production that he has put forth and it, it should be expected to continue this way there's some drama in Buffalo Bills trying to bounce back from their loss to the Jaguars in London Josh Allen saying Stephon Diggs was mad at himself. Diggs saying that my quarterback is sticking up for me. All of that is great. I think we're going to see Stephon Diggs in Mike Harmon's rankings. How do I know that? I've got him in front of me. Heck, Mike, take it away. Here's Harmon's top five wide receivers for week six. Well, I had Josh Allen number one over at the quarterback position. I referenced Diggs, salty with himself. People still say it's fractured. I say, ah, forget it. Uh, It's a loss in London. Perhaps they didn't plan appropriately, whatever else. Still going up against the Giants. This is how you get right after a loss like that. Shake off the cobwebs. Go and dominate what is a floundering organization with injuries uh, all over the map offensively for sure. Hey, you know, everybody else is out, but Saquon Barkley may play. Doesn't matter. Uh, they're going to get buried uh, as you roll through Buffalo with an opportunity and Stephon Diggs with Gabe Davis starting to pick up some target count. Uh, this should be a good opportunity for a huge output. How about Cooper Cup? Over-reliance at times? Yeah, perhaps. Uh, but those numbers bode well. And the reliance on him, the chemistry with Matthew Stafford, he's going to get fed uh, in a divisional matchup going against the Arizona Cardinals. Their game, and they play for their coach, and that's all fine and good. Uh, but you're not stopping Cup. Take your 10 points off the PPR and move from there. Jamar Chase last week, everything got right with the world with Joe Burrow going up against the Seattle secondary. Opportunity for another big day. So we lock lock him in at number three here. Uh, DJ Moore is really the only guy that they can complete passes to in Chicago. That may change, uh, but it's him, it's Cole Komet, and then maybe someone else uh, sneaks in for a couple of catches against the Minnesota secondary. Uh, Bears look to have a a little bit of playtime, trying to get a streak going uh, of positive performances. And for DJ Moore, he can set some Chicago records. Uh, coming up with another big performance here. I mean, they may have a parade at halftime if he has another big half as he did in week five. And finally, C.D. Lamb. All the talk. Oh, he's only a number two. Richard Sherman is looking for clicks. He wants to be noticed. He wants to be relevant because he sees all the love that Marshawn Lynch gets. He wants it on the other side. Against the Chargers defense, opportunity all day long. Brandon Staley, you think he remembered how to take take back the um, guide and, and read everything about coaching defense again? No, still porous. Sure, you got to worry about the front getting after Dak Prescott. But if he can evade Khalil Mack a little bit, yeah, there's opportunity in the secondary, so let's go. And now he, um, for curiosity's sake, guys, something to uh, to ponder. Uh, C.D. Lamb on Twitter went and put up a banner that had a picture of him and Hollywood Brown together. Maybe something fantasy owners should take note of uh, as we get ready for week six. The crazy thing, and for us in Southern California, 
Did you know that Hollywood Brown uh, worked at Magic Mountain? <laughs> I did not. So he went to College of the Canyons All for right. a couple of years. And for those that don't know, that's in Santa Clarita, uh, north of L.A. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, worked at Magic Mountain, then ended up playing in Oklahoma, uh, obviously then becoming teammates with C.D. Lamb, as Mike mentioned, that we see on social media. Um, but So, yeah, little oh. little backstory to Hollywood <laughs> Brown, who didn't make the rankings. I'll talk about the guy who of didn't course. make Mike's top five. <laughs> but... Uh, there's there's a little uh, more connection off of what Mike was saying, but Cooper Cup making the appearance in at number two. Welcome back, Cooper Cup. Oh yeah, then that just feels phenomenal. As as a guy who uh, drafted Cooper Cup high in a couple leagues, uh, it is great to see that my investment is is going to pay off. It it felt shaky at the at the start, but I think, and I can speak for plenty of Cooper Cup owners, you kind of just wanted to go. Maybe, hopefully above 500. If you went three and two through the, through the first five weeks of the season, you get Cooper Cup back on that fifth week. Uh, if you just went two and two in those first four games before you came back, you felt pretty good. And now suddenly it's it's like getting a a star trade acquisition for free. Um, so yeah, I feel I feel great. And Puka Dakua owners, you got a touchdown from them last yeah. week. Yeah, you still feel good. And Tutu Atwell is still a solid play. He got a touchdown last week. He didn't get much yardage, but uh, in in this game, you you figure you saw what Joe Burrow did to uh, to the Cardinals defense last week. Um, th- this this Rams offense is legitimately good. Uh, so I think there's a lot of great fantasy plays here. He's Ryan Bershinger. I'm Dan Beyer. Those are Harmon's rankings for the quarterback, running back, and wide receiver position for week six, his top fives. We'll check in on the hot plays, cold sores, and ninjas next year on I Want Your Flex. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. 
a brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before. Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome back. It is I Want Your Flex. He's Mike Carmen. Hit him up at Swollen Dome. Find me at Dan Byer on Fox and get our executive producer, Ryan Bershinger, at Ryan Bershinger. Some interesting matchups this week, some interesting injuries, all that and more. Mike Harmon's hot plays for week six. Quarterback position, I am going veteran late. Yeah, we got injuries all over the place and ineffectiveness and guys that the only way you're playing them in fantasy is if you've got two quarterback leagues. And even then, you might be better get taking the zero. Okay, it's not quite that dire for teams, but uh, you get my point. Let's go with a couple of veterans uh, with opportunities here. Matt Stafford going up against Arizona. You got Puka Nakua. You got the return of Cooper Cup, uh, and you've got Higby. So you've got three receivers that can make some noise. Williams out of the backfield as well. So uh, you've you've got some chances uh, for some big point totals here as the the Rams try to push forward. Jared Goff going up against Tampa. I'm not looking for monster numbers, but we get our 250 and 2. We set it. We forget it. We move forward. Uh, I'm on Ross St. Brown, a little more active at practice, which is good. We've all celebrated Josh Reynolds. Just go on down the line. Jamison Williams, probably a higher snap count this week. And with David Montgomery, uh, you know, handling the the mail up front, uh, there should be some opportunity to make some strikes downfield. Captain Kirk against Chicago. Would you believe the Bears are actually worse against uh, passing games and give up more points to opposing quarterbacks than the Broncos to date? Yeah. That's a little scary thought. And Captain Kirk here, I mean, he's auditioning, isn't he, for any potential suitors? Here, make me happy. Make me feel like I'm loved. All right, I just want to go out there. And even with no Justin Jefferson, I know that is a big concern for some folks that suddenly it breaks down. Bears suddenly didn't discover a pass rush. They didn't suddenly just figure out how to defend at the back end. No, no, no. Opportunities are still going to be there. K.J. Osborne, Jordan Addison uh, will have their days uh, for the Vikings. Kenneth Walker going up against Cincinnati. I love the the sledgehammer effect here. Uh, Coming out of the bye week, look for him to take on a bigger role. see how much of a workload split as uh, Charbonnet uh, gets more acclimated to things and if they decide they need to do a little bit of uh, pulling the strings there. But right now, you've got a guy who just bulldozes people. I have to use that word twice. It is now my favorite thing. Um, why? Because, well... 
you know, I, the construction history and getting crushed against the fence by a bobcat. But we'll save that story for another time. Alvin Kamara going up against Houston. Like what Houston's doing overall. Uh, Kamara as a pass catcher. This is where we're finding our love. PPR leagues, get him back, get him on, get him over, get him in. You don't have to like the Saints. You don't have to watch it down of it. Just take your fantasy points and move on. Keenan Allen going up against Dallas Monday night football. Stats for days. Our buddy Steve DeSager working with us at Fox Sports Radio. I mean, he's got a like nine-inch thick notebook of Keenan Allen stats. He'll add another couple of pages against the Dallas secondary this week. And then Michael Pittman Jr. going up against Jacksonville. Yeah, I like me some Josh Downs. I think the two of them can work a little bit of magic. Why? because of one of the sleepers that we'll talk about in just a moment. But Pittman, one of those players that's starting to pop on the radar, and the Colts are interesting and maybe in the marketplace the next couple of weeks for trades, guys. I don't think they're going quietly into the good night. I'm loving it. Kirk Cousins, a hot play even without Justin Jefferson, but it does help burst that he's going up against that Bears defense. Absolutely, yeah, I like that play of Kirk Cousins a lot. I know we we talked a bit about it a few days ago in terms of downgrading the Vikings offense in general without Justin Jefferson, but right off the bat, you've got a great matchup here against the Bears and you've got an offense that has something to prove. That they're going to try to show that they can in fact put points on the uh, on the board without Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins going to try to, you know, maybe increase that trade value a little bit all right let's get to the cold sores the guys you don't want in your lineup that you don't want to touch you want to stay away from mike Harmon's cold sores for week six of the nfl season cold sores for the week fellas it is a uh, desperate time only a couple teams on by so you're not getting hit there but the injury bug uh as we've chronicled all week long i mean feeling the lamentation i don't know if it's that or louder with Orioles and Dodger fans uh, at that point. See there, Dan, I had to make a baseball reference just for you. Uh, Lamar Jackson right off the jump going against Tennessee. Uh, I don't think they drop as many passes as they did. What was it, seven or eight, depending on uh, whose count you had and, and what you qualify as a drop. It's the old uh, error in baseball is if you know it hit the glove, it's an error. Uh, it's no longer a hit. You had an opportunity to make a play. Likewise, if it hit your hands as a receiver, yeah, make a play. Uh, Lamar, uh, just 15 fantasy points per game allowed thus far by Tennessee. Obviously still a top 12 quarterback, a guy you're going to play, uh, but be prepared uh, for some minimal returns. Uh, on the other side of that game, look at look at Derrick Henry. Right, He had that one bust out aided by the jump pass touchdown. That has been sandwiched, bookended, whatever term you want to use, by two horrible performances and Spears taking up more of a, a touch count and snap count. Yeah, I'm a little nervous here uh, for King Henry. Uh, also, a guy that you know you may be uh, polishing up because you're trying to bring him to market here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, my favorite guy, Brock Purdy, because I get to do my, my famous uh, wise man, Paul Heyman, WWE. Uh, NFC title call, uh, which I know Smith hates like nothing else. Uh, but going up against Cleveland, that pass rush could be formidable. Uh, and maybe maybe you don't get the big explosiveness out of the passing game here. I don't expect San Francisco to stumble against what looks to be P.J. Walker, question mark, as we sit here uh, and record, still waiting for word on that, but the fact that, you know, Purdy against this pass rush, uh, there's got to be a midweek at some point, doesn't there? Maybe this is it. Uh, Other side of that game also, Jerome Ford. 
opportunity. We can never look away from him. So RB2, back end, though, this week going up against San Francisco, I, I can't be uh, overly optimistic that they can suddenly crack the code. Uh, A.J. Brown going up against the Jets. Um, this is the pick the poison. We'll watch how they defend and what they decide to do with Sauce Gardner here uh, up against the Eagles. But A.J. Brown's a guy a little bit uh, lower in my rankings. I've got him as a high-end WR2. Uh, we've got Mike Evans going up against Detroit on the injury list. Not a great spot anyway. Detroit middling against uh, opposing wideouts for fantasy purposes, but with Evans a bit banged up, even coming out of the bye week, limited at practice all week. This is one you got to watch, uh, but no better than a back end to high end three. And then, sorry, Dan, uh, Tyler Lockett. Yeah, he had that two touchdown outburst in that shootout against Detroit, but otherwise... 10 yards, 34 yards, 54 yards against Cincinnati. Uh, he's going to run routes uh, against the, the the best part of, of their squad on the back end there. So uh, I'm, a, I'm a little nervous, a little reticent to pull the trigger here. He's no better than a WR3 at this point. You know, Mike putting Brock Purdy in this list is, I think, a good assessment because I do think Cleveland has a really, really good defense. There's also some stats I saw floating around on social media about Jim Schwartz's success against Kyle Shanahan. I think it's an odd spot, especially with the Niners coming off of that huge emotional victory against the Cowboys on Sunday night. You, uh, you'd you expect a bit of a letdown coming up on Sunday, especially, I mean, even if Deshaun Watson does or doesn't play, and obviously it changes the Browns' fortunes and makes it better for the 49ers, but I just think that there's the 49ers could be ready for a letdown, and offensively, uh, maybe the Browns can match up with the Niners and play just as physical with them. I fully agree. I think there's going to be a lot of people looking at their lineups this weekend thinking they got to get Brock Purdy in there after what he did last week. And the matchup simply isn't there. Now, granted, the matchup wasn't there against the Cowboys, but uh, but that team just simply went off. It, it is very easy to see him regressing like crazy with this matchup this week. Uh, so if you're looking at Purdy between... Some of Harmon's hot plays here, Matt Stafford, Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, I think those are all stronger plays than Brock Purdy. I don't think there's any doubt that the 49ers are a top three team in the NFL and maybe the best team in the NFL that a lot of people have. I would not be shocked if they lost. Mm-hmm. I just it's That's the way of the NFL. A, a cross-conference game on the road that kicks off early, a lot recipe in in. Not a short week, but still a short week if you played on Sunday night football. I know it's just a couple of hours, but still, um, you're traveling three time zones. There's there's a bunch going up against San Francisco in that matchup. All right, we'll move on. Let's get to the ninjas, the sneaky plays, guys that you may not have thought of, but do want to get in your lineup for week six. All right, I'm going to start with Josh Dobbs. Right, We're talking week six, fantasy-wise, ineffectiveness, as we've talked about in in this podcast and every other, guys. We start to get into those uh, weird lineup decisions. And this is daily fantasy potential. And this is also, hey, you've got to find a diamond in the rough because you're in bad straits based on some uh, draft choices that have gone awry. Remember, it's not your fault you drafted them. It's their fault they can't play. It's Josh Dobbs going up against the Rams, giving up a about 18 and a half fantasy points per game to opposing quarterbacks thus far. So opportunity knocks Wilson, Hollywood Brown again, showcase. 
showcase showdown, uh, as it were, an opportunity uh, to make some plays against the Rams secondary. Gardner Minshew, uh, Minshew, we referenced him earlier. It's Minshew mania for a while here. Uh, sorry to see Anthony Richardson uh, have to go to the IR in a long-term injury for fantasy owners. It opens up another door because with Richardson, you had some success with the wide receivers. We know Minshew uh, at times, the the conscience um, doesn't bother him, right? That little voice that says, don't throw that ball. It won't, which means your wide receivers, Pittman, Josh Downs, you're going to get a little bit of run. And and as Jonathan Taylor gets more acclimated, he and Zach Moss give you opportunities to to work play action, make some things play downfield. So in a big divisional matchup against Jacksonville, Minshew, worth a look-see. Alexander Madison going up against the Bears. Talk about the Bears and their defense. I don't think I need to say much more than that. Uh, Brian Robinson going up against Atlanta. We just like guys B. Robinson uh, that show up in in our lists. But uh, his touch count, uh, pretty sizable. And as we see week to week, um, still some issues. Finding consistency in the downfield passing game. Where do you find some stabilization? If you're Eric Bieniemy, uh, more work for Robinson. And then three wide receivers. Uh, one, well, Bears uh, going up against Minnesota, and that's Darnell Mooney. Yeah, he took an O for last time out against Washington, but they had a couple of plays for him dialed up, and the connection wasn't there. Wondering if with the extra couple of days – a little bit more creativity because they've got to get someone else besides Mooney and Komet involved. Uh, or I should say besides DJ Moore and Komet involved. And I think Mooney's that guy. Uh, look for a couple of deep balls uh, to try to get uh, some big plays and stretch that offense uh, quickly. Uh, the other two wide receivers, K.J. Osborne mentioned him before, slides into a bigger role against the Bears this week with Jefferson being out. Yes, Addison was already locked in your lineup uh, and people can fight and do uh, the slap fighting they do on Twitter or whatever, deciding who's technically number one. I don't know what the hell that's got to do with anything. Uh, but, you know, with K.J. Osborne, the only concern is the lack of efficiency to date. Just 13 catches on his 26 targets. And then finally, a former Viking. I don't know that he qualifies as a ninja, but nobody's paying attention to him. And that's Adam Thielen over there in Carolina. He's got a matchup against Miami. And you look at his fantasy totals the last four weeks. Obviously, week one, injured, struggling, Carolina offense having its issues. But the last four weeks, putting up some numbers, including two efforts over 15 fantasy points in your PPR leagues. Right now, overall, you're looking at him as WR11. Ninja-worthy? Maybe not by our clinical definitions of it, fellas, uh, but I bet you a lot of folks are still uh, wringing their hands. No, 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 believe it. The targets are there. Still a good sit-down receiver who can give you a little bit bit of yak and work in the red zone. Ah, Brian Robinson in for the Commanders. They've got a game against the Falcons that I'm sorry, I don't think anybody can read. Like I, 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 I think that <laughs> yeah. we all actually want to pick the Commanders, but when you sit down and think about it, I think you should probably pick the Falcons. I think that's the case. I think the Falcons are going to be my pick. But, hey, Robinson getting some love. And then you've got that Bears-Vikings matchup uh, appearing again with uh, Mooney and Osborne being ninjas for Harmon this week. Yes, yes. And I am uh, personally very excited to see Josh Dobbs on this list. Uh, as, <laughs> Josh as, Dobbs, as, yes. as you know, Dan. Um, and this is this is Harmon's doing. Uh, in our work guillotine league here, uh, I put in a very sizable bid to get Justin Herbert, uh, only to be outbid by one Mike Harmon. So my quarterback this week 
is Josh Dobbs. And, uh, oh, this would be just tremendous content for the podcast if Josh Dobbs uh, outscores <laughs> Justin, uh, Justin Herbert. I'm just, uh, just very excited. But, I mean, the matchup is there, right? And Dobbs, quite frankly, has been a pretty good fantasy quarterback. He's not been bad at all. So uh, I, I think this Rams-Cardinals game could very easily be a, a very high-scoring affair. And one last thing to mention, too, uh, Adam Thielen, as, as Mike mentioned, uh, it feels weird putting him on the ninja list because he has been so incredibly good. But this is just a reminder to people that he's been this good. He's probably a ninja because you're still not fully taking it seriously. Uh, He's he's been a top 10 easily at at receiver thus far. And uh, that's a Panthers team that has to throw it. They're going to try to develop Bryce Young as much as they can. And and his favorite target is Adam Thielen, and rightfully so. And when Andy Dalton is in, his favorite target is Adam Thielen. So Thielen is a tremendous play this week. All right. It's time for me to give you some advice. Give you one reason to start a guy. Give you one reason to bench a guy. And I'm going with the revenge factor. And I said something earlier this week on the podcast. I don't know. I don't know, Bursch, if I truly, truly am ready to pick the Raiders against the Patriots. I was on Monday and Tuesday. But then I go, gosh, Belichick's got to have something. But then I say to myself, well, maybe Belichick and them are tanking. And and they're going to let the Raiders beat them. Right. And And then... And then I think to myself, why not double down and pick someone from this game for my give you one reason to start? Revenge game, Jacoby Myers. Why not? Hey, he led the Raiders to victory last year. The problem was he was on the Patriots at the time when he threw the lateral to Chandler Jones. This time around, he can actually help the Raiders being in the silver and black. We saw how much he was a part of the offense on Monday night against the Packers. I expect Jacoby Myers to have a big game for New England against the, excuse me, for the Raiders. See, I even crossed myself <laughs> up against New England coming up on Sunday afternoon. I think that's a great play. I, and people do not realize how good of a fantasy asset Jacoby Myers has been. He's wide receiver 18 on the season. He just he was just wide receiver 10 last week. Of course, he had the huge game in week one against the Broncos. Um, yeah, no, I, I think that the, the obviously Josh McDaniels loves to feed the slot, and it's been working with, with Jacoby Myers. Uh, they're going to continue to do that. And a huge game here for Myers, and then great matchups for the next three weeks after that. Um, you're going to watch Jacoby Myers climb into the top 10 at fantasy receiver. I, I truly believe that. I'm going to give you one reason to bench uh, George Kittle. Tight end San Francisco 49ers. You're not going to bench him. Don't bench him. But for what we talked about earlier, plus Kittle's coming off of a three-touchdown game, and I don't think there are any bleeped Cleveland shirts that he can wear, and you may not want to do that in Cleveland. Uh, but I just don't think that Kittle back-to-back for the troubles that we saw, with, uh, we think that the 49ers could have offensively. Um, yeah, be very cautious on the numbers that you think George Kittle could give you in week six. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his, his week last week was heavy touchdown dependent, right? I think it was only three catches for three touchdowns. That's not bad. <laughs> that's uh that's that's phenomenal for fantasy uh the the red flag there is is sustainability right because it's you know a, a you're not going to cut catch touchdowns every single time you t- touch the ball so uh and yes as we talked about earlier this is a, a game that screams a, a bit of a, a regression game for Brock Purdy and the Niners offense Kittle is fourth in targets wow for them on the team <laughs> so it's Debo and Ayuk and then McCaffrey, yeah. and then George Kittle. Yeah. So 
had the big game against the Giants, nine targets, seven uh, receptions for 90 yards a couple of weeks ago. But, yeah, the targets over the last couple of weeks have not been there. So let's mm-hmm. just cool on Kittle uh, for a little bit. All right, that's it. There's your pod for week six. Uh, we'll be back uh, next week looking back at what happened in week six and looking ahead to week seven. Starting to get to be crunch time. Your team's either in it or not in it, and hopefully um, we can be along with the ride as we make a push uh, towards the playoffs because, yeah, the fantasy halfway point is going to be here sooner than you would believe. So for Mike Carmen and Ryan Bershinger, I'm Dan Beyer. Join us next time right here on I Want Your Flex. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man, who was called Mal Evans, who was on roadie, and uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.